everyone. John Hallett here. I'm joined with Josh and Lauren here um, for a special episode of the John Hallett Podcast. We were talking about the culture, the community, what we're about here at Rocky Mountain Self-Defense and Fitness. Yeah. So when I first walked in the door for you, you tapped me to be your marketing, your uh, your social media guy. First thing I asked you is what's your mission statement? You know, define your gym. Define it for me. Yeah, and I told you that's the hardest thing for anybody to do. Whatever, because we're about so much here. We have our self-defense side. We have our fitness side. We have our citizen defender program, which is firearms training for the armed civilian. There's so much overall, so many different different people. You know, I've always said we, you know, we keep people safer and stronger. Um, you know, that's a tagline for my Kramaga instructor, John Whitman. You know, I've always liked that. It really kind of, you know, sums up a lot. You know, are you going to be safer, or are you going to be stronger here, or are you going to be both? If you're, if you're doing both programs, or you know, all three, whatever it may be, you're going to be better. And I, that was really hard. Yeah, to really just sum it up in a couple of quick bullet points. It's, it's, hard. Hard. it's so hard, right? I mean, that's the, the crux of all marketing is like to find who you are. It takes people years sometimes to really figure out what they are. Yeah. Or at least being able to say what they are, right? Yeah. Know what you are, but saying it's totally different. I always say, you know, I really started off in the martial arts teaching Taekwondo. Because I couldn't go to the grocery store in Nantucket Island without parents going, we miss you, we've unenrolled our kid, it's not the same, are you going to do something, are you going to do something, are you going to do something? And I also at the same time saw people that couldn't afford it. And it was when I, like, I wanted to make it doable for most people. I mean, you have to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, unless you hit mega millions, you're not gonna, you know, can't offer it. And then sometimes you're like, you gotta pay something, otherwise you don't value it. So like, yeah, because there's not much. It's like, buy your own bike, kid, and you won't leave it in the street and crash it and not care about it. You'll take better care of it when you buy your own things. But um, that was, you know, a big part of why I started, that I just wanted to help people. I wanted to make it affordable. for the common person that it wasn't, you know, just the kids that with the, with the wealthy parents on Nantucket Island that could afford it. It was the parents that had to enroll one kid at a time um, type of thing. So it was always um, hard when you like nail it down. We've had different little things that we've talked about or, you know, what we focus on, but, you know, number one from our staff meeting, um, on the uh, on the Kropagas side is our peaceful warrior that we were just I really kind of just brought it together, um, and you're like, hey, you did it. I didn't even realize I did what you asked all that long ago was to find us, and we're like, it's about the community. It goes to stop less, like help everybody get a little better. It's not about you and your workout, how good you are as a martial artist. It's helping the community, the people coming in that lack confidence. You know, sometimes uh, the people that become instructors, you know, had a lot of confidence in themselves anyways. Um, And it's an easier path and they don't see that because it was just easier for them. You know, they were the natural. We talked about this on the last episode. Defined that you know, it's easier for them. Yeah. You know, they, they 
potentially have to work as hard. That's why sometimes I love the person that really had to fight to get the technique down. Sometimes they're the better instructor because they can look at it from a different point of view um, and they can give different insight. That's why we like having different instructors because you can pick different things up from different people's journey. So we're like, it's community. We want to be about the community. And number two, you know, we train hard here, but that's relative. You know, it's not this um, boutique fitness where, you know, you barely sweat, whatever it may be. You know, somebody just this morning said, um, oh, gosh, yesterday's workout was really hard. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Tabata, you know, those are always hard. 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest, trying to work as hard as you can, you know, get as many reps as you can, (laughs) and then try to match that again. For eight times in a row, that's a Tabata. And she said, really, every day is hard here. And I'm like, yeah, good. Thank you. Every day should be hard. You should be challenging yourself. Um, And it may be hard just to go through the motions that day. And that's what we try to remind instructors that, you know, hard for you and hard for somebody that's been on their couch, so to speak, for 20 years or more. It's totally different. Yeah. You have to, you know, ease them through um, what they've done. And even the, the athlete, you know, whatever, you know, college athlete, it doesn't matter that they know how to go hard, but life has just derailed that. And then they're going to jump into that workout and kill themselves, potentially. Yeah, they are, that's what they do. And even uh, of point blank said, don't, don't kill yourself alive. My account, I'd rather have you back. And people still, like that person with that mindset, it is really hard. Yeah. Um, they're the person that's probably going to come back. Now, some people does it when they're, you know, new to fitness and that stuff, uh, they might not come back. They might just, that was too hard for me. And you're like, that's, I tell people, God, I've gone easy on myself after knee surgery. And it was, Still a killer. I'm like, I'm like, I'm really cutting this workout down because I've had knee surgery and even that. I was doing things like I really like. I missed like two days, maybe, maybe three, and then I was doing. I was on a rower with that leg out straight where I was killing my hip flexor yeah. to row. Um, I never did get to. You know, finding a skateboarder, <laughs> trying to roll it on the skateboard or something. Finally, no. uh, you're like, I was still doing things. I, I was still crushed from that yeah. easy workout. Yeah. So, you know, but it's this culture around here that we're going to do hard things. It goes to suck less. Like it's not this easy, feel good workout. And there's so many easy, feel good workouts out there that aren't getting you functionally fit. You know, and they're not, you're not embracing failure. All these other things that in our culture, like suck less. You're going to be a better human being for pushing yourself. So, you know, I train hard. It is doable for you out there looking, but we're going to, then I'm going, hey, you've done that workout now, like our base workouts in our our fitness side. Hey, push it a little bit. Yeah. You know, fix that up. Like, let's go up and wait. I, you know, you try training harder than you were a year ago. Because so many people just continually do the same exact thing. Is that good? Yes, you're better than being on the couch. But, you know, make yourself a little better. Challenge yourself. 
Yeah, and with you, it's like you, you know how to get somebody to train hard. You will train the person who's brand new as hard as they can go, right? That's what you've always meant to me by, by training hard, is that you, you know the level of that person, and you, you push them to that, that level, right? So it's hard. Yeah. And then that can change depending on, like, if they're brand new versus, you know, one of your guys, Mike here, who's an absolute monster. I mean, for him to go hard, for you to go hard, you guys have to take it up to a high level. And that's what we mean by it, right? We're here to help all train hard. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get better for it. Yeah. Um, and then we have our DDRR, yeah. Dedicated, Disciplined, Resilient, and Relentless. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, is a giant mouthful. And there's just a lot when you go and delve into each one of those things. Oh, yeah. But that's going to get you on the path here for our black belt side. It's going to increase your longevity if you're on our fitness side you know safe uh from our citizen defender program that you're being dedicated to what you're doing and like unpackaging that word alone yeah yeah it's crazy like just some of the feedback from our instructors and their takeaway from you know dedicated (laughs) in there and then being disciplined you know, that's a hard thing just to get in there and go to to not have the extra piece of cake. Yeah. You know, the whatever it may be. Doing a little extra minute inside of an exercise, just having the discipline to make sure that it, it, you, you execute everything. So you can be dedicated all you want, right? You can say, yeah, I'm really into this. I really want that to happen. But until you have the discipline to show up and do it. Yeah, or change your schedule or, or stop eating this or start doing that, right? I mean, yeah. it's about making that, that change in yourself that says, I'm going to do that instead of I want to do that. Yeah. Or when things get hard, difficult, and, yeah. you know, that, oh, geez, like changing your schedule, getting up earlier. Yeah. Find a time day, you know, readjusting your schedule. I mean, it is one thing where more and more careers, I mean, some things you have to be there and be present. Like, I was like, you got to be there to teach the class. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that, you know, maybe you're rearranging your schedule and you're hitting an afternoon workout and working an hour, hour and a half longer because of the drive time, whatever it may be. Um, there's just giant, like that whole package there where some people look at that and they go oh, that's not me and you're like stop being a wuss yeah um because it can you're just saying you're like i suck you're like i'm being a wuss like i'm not dedicated i can't do that i've had a woman come and go i'm looking at these i'm talking to her she's like i'm looking at these word up and that's not me she told herself right there that that was wow that that's not me and she never came back you know, I believe she was a walk-in. She might have been an appointment um, because she, you know, one of the two. Um, she didn't do a class, so she was even an appointment to learn more about the gym. Or she walked in and she's like, "I'm looking at it." And I'm like, "You can do those things. You're just telling yourself you can't. It's a self-imposed decision. I can't do that. I'm not that. I'm not fit. I'm not that person. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, just." everything there you know building resilience being relentless like just you know saying after it's a fantastic word yeah you know because relentless you can go well isn't that being dedicated 
Um, no, no. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Going after it nonstop, right? Being relentless in the pursuit of it. I mean, that's getting ties all of them together. Once you have those other three, that's the one that ends up pushing you on it. Yeah, it's where people like, I got this. Yeah. And really, it, you're like, it's a lifelong pursuit, the martial arts. Oh, yes. of whatever nature and fitness we you know we've been talked about this I know um, you know what we are here it's like it that's all it's all incorporated in that yeah. pursuit of I want to be safe it's not a feel-good course no it's a lifelong pursuit yeah. of I want something happens to me it's just not this feel-good thing that I did for a year. I see so many people like they quit. They think they've got it down. They've learned these things. You know, maybe they haven't joined our Peaceful Warrior program, which PWP Peaceful Warrior Project. You know, that is the path to black belt here. Yeah, that is that advanced training. You know, you can touch upon technique in our all levels program or a 101 is what we call it a little bit for marketing but it's all levels you know the focus you know is really on the beginner and intermediate stuff and prepping people to get into that advanced training there's so many people they want to stay there in that comfort zone whatever it may be but it's so much more than that um it's the higher level instructors, you know, whatever it is, like people you want to, you know, get the better car. That's an upgrade, you know. It is, you know, is it part of martial arts business? Absolutely, but if I want to get a better paint grade, yeah, I'm gonna have to pay for that upgraded paint. Yeah, there it is just out there in the culture. You want this. You gotta pay for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think doing our peaceful work program, you know, should be. I know friends that charge, you know, fifty percent more than what we do for similar things. We try to make it doable for the vast majority of our students. Yeah, um, this is a small gym, which means it's really an intimate setting, which means you get a lot more. Yeah, people don't realize that's a small business. We're not. Like, you could go and move and go, like, there's 40 people in your class, in your beginner Brahmagana class, you know, and you, they might be two people that just passed their level one certification or their yellow, you know, whatever it is, they might have, you know, under 40 hours on a floor. You know, you're like, I've told instructors, like, how many hours do you have teaching just gone from the front? Yeah. And they're like, jeez. And then you're like, when you really look at it on a 40 hour work week, you know, it's a different expertise level. Sure. And I think people are oh, they're they're trying to stick it to us, maybe. We're like, you you want the higher level stuff. There's just no way around it. That's the path to the black belt. Yeah. Um, in there at our school. Like, could you get there? We haven't had anybody do it. That wasn't, you know, training with me. Um, it's our older instructor program, you know, is what we kind of morphed Peaceful Warrior into was our, my old instructor program. Those people were training with me. You know, they were getting that expertise in there. So it's our path. There's just so much to it. I think, you know, it, it defines everything. Um, 
what we do. Like, uh, you know, you know, like the traditional black belts and um, what those are. Sometimes the people are just paying to get their black belt. Like they're in a program. I'm like, we're going to train hard. We're going to, you know, you're going to do things. You're not going to, you're going to have to push it. You know, we're like, hey, get, I want to see you in better shape. Push it. Yeah, like you've made some progress, but you're like you've been flatlining. <laughs> you've been twenty pounds overweight, and yeah, you've lost whatever twenty or whatever it is. Your fitness level's way up, but I'm gonna expect more from you. Take it up when you're in that red and then black belt level. Like you better, like you, you're complacent now. Hey, but here, I'll, I'll push people um, when they get up into those zones, but it's. You know, being that peaceful warrior, there's a fantastic um, book called The Peaceful Warrior. I think it defines like, you know, I'm just not a warrior. I'm a peaceful warrior. I want to do what's right. I want to protect people. There's so much you can unpackage in what it means to be a peaceful warrior. But, you know, we've touched on that in the stuff last episode, you know, um, dedicated discipline. That's all what it takes to be a peaceful warrior. Somebody that is trying to just be better, you know, that they, they know they can lose. They've pushed it. You know, you know, that any given day I could lose. I like people like, Oh, like something happened here. Like, Oh, and you're like, yeah, I know I'm mortal. <laughs> All your time, you doesn't take much. Um, that's where that's where you know you'll look at stuff and be like, "Whoa, you know, yeah, one punch could end it all." It doesn't take much. Yeah, I know. We're all we're all human. All that stuff. So you know, a big part of our culture is that train ugly. You know, it might not be great, but train, train. Right. Like, do it again. Do it again. We'll, we'll, you'll correct it. I mean, that's, it's, it's a saying. It's, it's a saying you're, you'll hear here. You know, train ugly. It's good. You're, good job. Good. You're like, whatever it is, you escaped. Right? Did you get out? Like, okay. Did you get the desired effect? Yes. Great. Yeah, your technique was great. Maybe you muscled it. Maybe they were muscling it, but hey. You got a result, right? You're you're realizing, gosh, that was ugly. What was wrong with that technique? Um, Another thing from our citizen defender and Todd Fossey is fight IQ. Yeah. You know, what it takes to win a fight. Yeah. Right? Time, distance, transitions, getting a dominant angle. So if you have a dominant angle, you get to some where like, I want to fight you from behind. It's stuff we've talked about, but Todd really defines it in a fantastic way. You know, I was like, get outside the elbows. It's a dominant angle. Like, how are you doing that? But just that time. We've always gone, you know, even just in a simple drill. Like, you have time to do an advancing kick. Yeah. You have time to grab the chair and use that chair. Um, he really put it. Uh, in one really good package um, in there, you know, what Fight IQ is. It works in all the things that we do. You, you can have Fight IQ no matter what system that we have here, because they all plug together. But uh, I always like to tell people, I'm not training you to be a gunfighter. I'm training you to be a decision maker. So it's, you've got to be smart in the fight. Right? You have to have that Fight IQ. Right? And that's, that's the whole point is you, you've got to be 
prepared to at least go back to what you know and be able to pull those tools out of the toolbox in those moments. And you, you like to do it in the moment, you know, in, in a way that's instantaneous, right? We, and that's why we train it. And then we train it up least because we want them to get there. But we yeah. train you to be smart. Right? It's where somebody smaller can be somebody bigger. All because they have fine IQ, they know. <laughs> they need to, they can't blast right in where you just see a lot of, okay, guys just blasting straight in at each other versus... <laughs> You know, trying to figure out what might happen, right? Thinking about what you can go to. We were being a smart, being a smart fighter, right? you know, having that fight intelligence. So that's you know something you're going to hear around here is you know fight IQ. Um, failure's essential. Like we come in and look when you join here, I'm going to fail, and it's okay. And they're good with that. I always say even like sometimes some gyms just like to cater. Um, to the athlete, they want the competition. Cheer. Um, it's one of the reasons we dropped CrossFit. Like I didn't like where a lot of their culture. Now, are they trying to redefine a lot of that? Yes, I think they had people leave over COVID, leave over some things. The um, founder um, has said that you know blew up in social media and you know weren't acceptable. And I listened to a podcast with their new CEO, and I thought he was going in a really good direction. But I'm like, it's a little too late. Yeah, um, in their my, you know, my opinion, I don't want to be tied to what they're doing or just tied to somebody else's name. I think they're all over, and it's going to take a lot from them to get rid of that. Yeah. Um, the culture of trying to think of something, you know, but a lot of gym, like, it's the competition. It's going to the competition. I'm like. You know, beating the time. People constantly just race that they don't want to be last. Like, be last and have the best freaking movement. Yeah. Like, it's okay to not, it's okay. There's so many ways to go about it. I mean, we, you know, a lot of our workouts are, you know, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, and, you know, or do this, you know, a chipper, do 50, do 30 of all, like, you know, of eight exercise, 10 exercise, whatever it is. And nobody wants to be last. Yeah, and you're like, who cares? You're complete. I'm here to. I strive for excellence, not perfection. Yeah, you know that's me. Uh, you know, fail. Who cares? Yeah. A lot of gym owners don't want. You know, they want the, the athlete. They want everybody to come in and be the the cool kids in their gym. Everybody looks awesome, and you're like, we're about everybody. Yeah, you know, I I had a uh, on our um, when I first had. Well, we had our place on Nantucket and then we had essentially a cottage it was a two bedroom cottage that I built because you know we're looking forward to that you know resale and I had some more of this into a, a, a cottage I'm using it for you know our training studio our gym and uh, we didn't have any real windows and we had some posters in there but when I moved to Castle Rock you know where it was self-defense and fitness for everyone <laughs> Like anybody can do this. It doesn't matter if you're out of shape or how that's all you know. It's you know, community first. Um, and then you know, one thing especially on our Krav Maga side, you know, which is really morphing with Citizen Defender back to where I came from of you know, Krav Maga's our base, but now we've got you know, a lot of influence. We've always had influence too from other like guys like Jeff Jimmo, Boss Rudin. People think we've done seminars and clinics and what have you with 
um, who's, a, who's a citizen defender. I'm like, God, Prabhagas really our base here. Um, it's a fantastic base for practical for for everyone. Where you know it's an Israeli military system where everybody has to serve in that IDF. It's practical, but we have so many other aspects that we we have here now that I really like. You know, we're mixed martial arts. I don't even like that term. Some things I really don't like. It's maybe like or like well, everybody's doing CrossFit. Like I ah, know I don't want to do CrossFit. Is that maybe for you know? I'm like ah, I don't care. That's what the cool kids are doing. You know, like oh, everybody's doing this now, and you're just like I've always looked at myself as a martial artist, but sometimes you know it's marketing. Um, of what we do here, but we are a self-defense and fighting gym. But I just told a young girl that said uh, she wants to go into law enforcement. She's here watching her class, her class with her dad. And I'm like, you know, a lot of people don't want to learn fighting. And I always tell them, when you address the danger and you counterattack, the big principle of propaganda, you're now in a fight. Yeah. Unless you're your front kick to the groin or your punch to the face, whatever it is, ended that fight. You now need fighting skills to get yourself out of there. And you need to have that fight IQ from Citizen Defender. You know, we will go home safe. We will win. That's our mindset. We always tell people when you're training somebody, it's not you. I know you're going to win, but can you help please instill some confidence in a new person? You know, 20% of the time we're going to fail, but if you're just failing constantly, you can't up at a level. It's actually, I scooped up one of my little guys. He's a camel belt, which that's a whole other discussion on, on belt levels for kids because when he's not going to transition to the team program as a camel belt, they're going to now step down a notch. Um, not always all the way to white, and they have to kind of have, you know earn it from going in from our elementary to our teen to the teen to the adult program um they're gonna you know get kind of awarded in their first adult test especially um with the belt but this little guy i had told a couple times he actually pulled the pad away from white belt boy on front kicks um, is what he was practicing we were working high probability and of course i had a little discussion what high probability was kicks free practice for five minutes you do 10 your partner does 10 and then he pulled the pad away and i'm like you're now the pad holder you don't get to kick you can just hold you're a training partner here's a white belt trying to get his yellow belt and you're pulling the pad away that's not a surprise drill of some reaction that's you yeah i didn't mean jerk and then we went to free grappling. Before we went to free grappling, I told them, hey, and I told everybody, I'm like, special attention that we've got eye contact that, hey, I'm talking to you, that we're not meeting up white belts, you know, different things that uh, he's like kind of full on, like, hey, you're, you're doing, he was like front choking. And I'm like, come on. Come on, little cable belt. You got something better than that. Uh, that's pretty primal. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and it's grappling, so he can't kick you away. And God, I don't even know if the kid's training enough to think kick the kid away. Sure. You know, given that experience, but I scooped him up and gave him to one of my blue belt kids. He's probably, I don't know, Bryson's age or you know, third or fourth grade. And I was like, here, take him. You know the deal. And after the other kid's like, okay. And I'm like, we're like, I'm like, don't let him get up, get up. 
don't let him get away. And we did like good guy, bad guy, good guys get to know him. Like don't let him up. And a couple of my older guys know that he's he's feisty. I mean, he, he's a good kid, but I'm like, sometimes he just overdoes it as a little boy. And I'm like, all right, here. But I actually think he really feels like getting beat up by the older boy. Didn't do much for the older boy versus like, oh, he's wrangly. And I like, I'd have wrangled that little guy down. But, you know, we want to win, we want to go home safe. But come on, we, we can't beat up other people. We can't sacrifice, number one, the community of getting them along yeah like that little egg i think i said on saturday like you know it's a special instructor that's going to take the new people and you know get them along i think i kind of issued that challenge to our instructors of like how many instructors have you trained yeah like there's a whole path for our our first degree black belts that we have now on the path to second degree i'm like there's a big challenge here for you guys um that you need to take on and training people to a higher level and taking them on where I've taken you guys, like we need you guys taking those people on the, on those journeys as well. So, you know, that's our culture here. We really want to be about everybody. You know, it's really hard, but you know, I think it's your help has brought us along. Well, thank you. I ton. it was all there. You just did not, you did not exist like talking, yeah, you know, I can talk about the subject, but you know, it's one thing to record it. Yeah, it's always harder to go in front of that video and go, okay, here it is, and you know, embrace that. I think um, I think that's super valuable for the school overall, and just even you as a business owner, a father, and a mentor, and stuff like that. Right now, you you know the kind of effort it takes to just define what it is and what you do. And, I was really proud. Like when we were, we were sitting there going through the, the meeting, I was like, John, I was like, I'm so proud of him. He just defined, he just did exactly what I asked him to do when I first started. And, you know, I felt proud in that moment. <laughs> I really did. It was really good. So, what'd you have for us? Um, well, I just want to end again, kind of. Um, from the Daily Stoic. I thought I read this this morning, so it's like top of mind. I think about this one a lot, but Marcus Aurelius, stop caring what other people think. Stop caring what they do. Stop caring what they say. And somebody's like, when you're out there in the public and you're putting yourself, especially like our YouTube channel gets a lot of hate, a lot of know-it-alls, and you're just like, you have to look at it and you're like, who cares? Yeah. Stop caring. When is I going to get myself in the right place? Because, you know, we're all going to oh, yeah. get caught up in that that talks about those things. And it, it never, I never said it was easy to suck less. I never said it was easy to do all these things. It, it is not easy. I constantly like, this is not easy. We tried to have our little kids bow in a class yesterday and they're like turning red and about to cry. Like they thought they could, you know, be the assistant instructor and be that leader. I'm like, yeah, it's not all that easy to teach fighting stance, to get up in front of people, to put yourself out there publicly. And I think, you know, this is like, I, like teaching athletics. I've always been, you know, pretty good at them. But I, I, I put in a lot of reps. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm like, yeah, I put in a lot of freaking reps. Like, I might be a good athlete, so to speak. I've had people tell me that. You're like, I 
put in a lot, a lot of reps. Um, it just, um, it just hit the heavy bag. How many, you know, I have well over 10,000 hours of heavy bag workouts that I put in. And I'm like, I just attribute it to hard work. It's where Coach Thomas that was on the, uh, on the podcast, you know, the daily practice award. Uh, I love that. Like, I remember the one year they didn't give it to me. Um, because I think I got some other higher award or I don't know. I think I was like, uh, you know, we had the Cuban Islands in, on, in New England, the Cuban Islands All-Stars, you know, from all those leagues, um, you know, from Division One to, to Division Five schools. And I think I, I know I made it that way, um, but they were like, yeah, we're not going to give it to you. And I was like, man, I'm really proud of that daily practice I got that guy sophomore year. I got that sophomore year playing varsity. I think they gave it to me junior year. I think and that senior year they didn't give it to me. Um, so we're working hard. You know, that's what it's all about. I think and doing this podcast is definitely. I don't like. I think I tell you like once a week. We're not. I don't know if we want to do it. Yeah, because it's hard. <laughs> it's hard now. I don't know. People listen. Who wants to freaking listen to me? Um, but I'm here. I'm just a person. You know, I want to get better. You know, that's the type of person you're listening to this. Um, and then you're new to RMSD. If you're on our website and you're going to put this on our about page, you know, that, um, I'm a humble person. Do I, do I have confidence? Absolutely. But I know I can lose every given day. Um, you know, I suck. But I'm going to keep trying to suck less. Um, you think uh, that rounds it up, or is there anything you want to close on? You you talking about the podcast was good. Was when you first started, and I put a camera on you, you almost froze. And now you can sit here and run one of these things without me if you want to. So think about where you've progressed. Now there's still a lot of work you got to do. Yeah, you 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 suck at the start, and now you're at a level where you're good at what you do. Yeah. So congratulations. You at least gotten there, at least because now I get to be your coach a little bit. But you know, there's still we're not on the nationally syndicated show yet. So we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> but you're confident in what you've done. I'm just like I'm just a guy. You're like we can get somewhere. I'm like there's so much out there. There's so much noise and great people that you can follow. I'm like I don't know. I think I suck. I try hard. We're reaching to our people. Yeah, I mean, share this out there. You know, we want to help people get better um, through martial arts and fitness. So, um, but there's there's a ton there. So, thanks for tuning in again to the special episode. It's really an RMSDF Rocky Mountain Self Defense and Fitness here in Castle Rock episode about defining our culture. But that really defines the clear sky culture. It defines a big part of what I'm trying to do. You know, work-wise, I guess, my, you know, outside, I mean, a lot of it encompasses of really who I am, but, you know, there's a outside job. So, that's pretty quiet and doesn't want to talk. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. Share this with a friend.